The views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists, and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Peace! Uh, it's for you. It's for you. Say fuck the police. One, two, three, fuck the police. Yeah, fuck them. Applaud any nigga. Damn right, I'm. We could lose a few of them. We got enough of them. My niggas on the corner, they be dodging and ducking them. Bitches getting pulled over, end up fucking them. For real. And see, now we got these fake cops. They thought he had a gun. Made a mistake. Cops. I hate cops. Turn on the TV. Is this another cop busted from illegal business? They out of control. They out of their minds. They pulling you over. They hopping inside. Just. Know you got drugs and know you got guns. And they know when they mad when they can't find none. Stupid, don't you know they give in at the stash box? Did he be in and need a key to get in it? And he offended people suck my balls. All y'all off the wall get stupid, dog. Don't hold back, don't let go. Don't say damn, just say whoa. All right, all right, peace, y'all. This is Views from the Seven Podcast, a bonus episode. This is your guy, Spence. I'm joining my homeboy, Skinny. Yeah, yeah. Lit. What's my favorite word? Bitch. Jesus Christ. You ain't supposed to ask the question and answer it, bro. You're supposed to let me ask the God. question, dog. Sorry. 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 Oh, Sorry. Man. I'm not paying $50 for no fucking haircut, okay? That is a 1,000% inflation rate off of what Lip Mike was charging in the neighborhood. Candy bars ain't even inflate that much. Another thing is, when you go to the fucking sports book, make sure you got proper sports book fucking etiquette. Don't get to that fucking window and start looking at the board trying to figure out what the fuck you want to pick. Know that shit before you get to the window. I agree. What's happening? Wow. It's like Where when you go. To, it's like when you go to McDonald's or some shit like that. You've been in line for about ten minutes, and you get to the front. You be like, "Let me get a nigga." What the fuck were you doing the last ten minutes? You gotta get a let up. Let me get a uh, uh nigga. That uh. you changed in thirty years. Like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, you not. You won't pay forty dollars for fifty dollars for haircut. Thirty five is the highest I would go. Crazy thing is, is that I'm woofing it right now because I'm gonna go to a barber for the first time because I want to see. If what they do to my head is different than what I do to my head, because when I see the, the YouTube tutorials and all of that, I don't see no different than what I'm doing. So I want to see what the fuck motherfuckers is paying $50 for. But I was going to do this before this whole Twitter motherfucking conversation over the last week. Mm. Hey, man, shout out to all the hustlers out there, man. I can't. Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't speak on nobody's. Shout out to the hustlers. I don't speak on nobody's hustle. It's not those trying to hustle. But if, you're, uh, if your haircut game is that good to where people... Uh, want to pay $50, yeah. then by all means, you're going to pay me $50. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you set your you, you set your price for sure. You know what I'm saying? So how can Just we like if you that. set your motherfucking price at $10, I know a lot. Hey, I know a lot. motherfuckers only paying you $10, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You set your price. You know what I'm saying? Your customers come if they like your price. I'm I know just a not lot of customers. Uh, I know a lot of barbers out there that you only got to pay $20 that I had your shit wobbled. Is that a good thing? I never heard that word before in my life. Wobbled, yeah. wobbled. <laughs> you know, you got all type of lumps. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's I, all yeah. bad. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
You might want to clean them goddamn clippers if your head got, <laughs> got bumps after you get a haircut. I mean, you got bumps. Your shit ain't shaped right. It's not even. Yeah. It's so $50. And the cut I seen that everybody was talking about was nice to me. Okay. That shit was nice. No, I think it's just a general conversation. Like I said, I didn't get on nobody else for what they paid oh, for their haircut. I'm just not paying $50. You can't, uh, you can't go on social media for general conversations. That's just not. I know. That's why I fucking don't be on that motherfucker. It'd be like the nigga like, I'm not paying $50. And be like, bro, I had a little more on there if you just if you give me in at this time. What's the difference? Uh, yeah. Oh, you're paying the for convenience at that point also. So you're paying for two different things, man. My, my, whole, my whole thing was I, didn't, I know how much women pay for their upkeep. I yeah, took ain't my, got shit to do with us, I took though. I took my daughter to get her nails and feet done. I did it with her manicure, pedicure thing. Oh, that shit was like seventy. Nigga, I was like, uh, this is only on Valentine's Day. You just Day, compare bro. a haircut to manicure and pedicure. I'm just saying, though, that's just one. Talking that's about, just man. one step. First of, what of all, they gotta, women keep their hair in for longer than two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn who your barber that's, is. Your shit after two weeks ain't gonna look the same. For bro. sure, but that's 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 not on average. Not every yeah. woman keeps their. And shit then in they for be in the chair for forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that point, you paying for that hairstyle. This is time also. They and, can't and charge her. 50 bucks for something that's going to cost them two hours, take them two hours to do. And that's daytime, too. And that's without makeup. And then, well, I don't know what else they're going to do. Well, I don't, I don't, do I'm just extra? saying that, you know, water bills. they should not be charged to no fucking hair. Bills. You can't compare it to no fucking haircut, Women bro. be smelling good. They, they yeah. definitely shower more than we do. So that's extra water bill. <laughs> <laughs> Going on Look, here, right? Where are we? You can't argue with little. That motherfucker go off in twelve different directions on your ass. Yeah, and her feet smaller. Around somehow. the whole fucking circle. Wow. All right. Hey, uh, views from the seven, man. We have a very, very special guest. My homegirl, Soul. What up? How you doing? I'm very well. Thank you guys for having me. We Appreciate finally it. got you here. I've been saying it for the longest. I was for gonna sure. get you in here, um, and now we have a reason too. Yeah. Um, I just wanted you on here originally because I, I don't, I feel, I told the fellas before, I feel I don't know another woman that has the hip hop knowledge as you do. I think you might have the most that I know of mm-hmm. hip hop knowledge. Yeah, we're going to put that shit to the test today. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but I'm not the one that's going to test you because I know my shit ain't up there. You know what I'm saying? It's not on me. Yeah, it's in me. Yeah. Yeah. Who, created the word, who created the word hip hop? Go. Yeah, you know. Hey, hey, well, little get Google I ready. We're going to ask some hip hop questions nobody asked in fucking history, man. Get Google ready, man. 16. Yeah. How, how heavy was uh? going to ask her if she know some of the homie lyrics. You feel me? Oh, you don't know the homie lyrics, but you a hip hop head? But the homie do hip hop. How much car mix does Buster use in a month? Go. <laughs> is very subjective man so we can have discussions and people this is just true. go different ways and yeah. you know what i mean so i'm gonna always be right put that out there <laughs> okay <laughs> all right be, okay so start there before we get Kidding. into your uh your hip-hop knowledge because we're going to poke at it for sure um dilla day yes uh this is the third annual the third this annual. is the third annual dilla day okay for sure mm-hmm. um so i think before we can even i hate saying um yeah. Um, no, give me. Give I'm gonna catch up. Give me a second. But um, <laughs> so before we before we even get into Dilla Day, I think we need to talk about who maybe Jay Dilla is because yep. a lot of people are not familiar with who he is as or was as a, as a person as yep. a contributor to hip hop. Um, Jay Dilla, you know, would have been 45 years old this coming month, and he died when he was 32. So super super duper young. I think you're 31, right, Dante? Yep. That means that you know you better watch out what you eat. So Fuck you. he had a very rare. I know, how he, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, <laughs> I, I, I know how he died. I know. 
uh, but such a young young yeah. age and um when i say that he was a major contributor to hip-hop i absolutely mean that he produced you know for common and erica badu and tribe called quest and keith murray and slum village and i mean gosh we could go we could just go Not all day anymore, he's got yeah. a huge catalog of people that he represented and people that absolutely loved him and cherished him and any of the greatest producers in hip-hop will tell you hey listen this man has influenced my life so considering that, you know, a lot of people celebrate Jay Dilla worldwide. There's a Dilla Day in Paris and NOLA and New York City and Jersey and L.A. Yeah. and here. And, um, you know, he was just that incredible of a person that people, you know, want to continue to keep his legacy and his memory alive. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's basically who we do it for. We throw it's a big ass party. It's a big-ass party where hip-hop heads can come and listen to quote-unquote real hip-hop, whatever that means to whoever's hearing it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But come and just listen to hip-hop at ignorant fucking levels, you know, and be unbothered, you know? So that's what Dilla Day is. It's just a place where we can come and congregate and have fun. And um, as you guys know, I think everybody pretty much, I don't know who all grew up here, but even if you're listening, you know, hip hop is very scarce here. There's not a lot of places you can go to listen to hip hop. There's only a couple of venues that, you know, will allow it. And then I've been here long enough to remember um, when mayor Oscar Goodman came out and waged a war against hip hop. Yeah. And he was like, fuck that. It was right after um, all-star weekend. So we had All-Star Weekend here, and I think that was probably about eight or nine years ago. Yeah. To be fair, if you're going to rage war against hip-hop after any weekend, yeah. that weekend was the one. <laughs> no, they should have motherfucking waged a war against motherfucking traffic signals that fucking weekend. Shit, God damn. It was a but that was Oscar Goodman was a, with the, also with the encouragement of Bill Young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just yeah, so. I feel he used. Yeah, absolutely. I feel he used. He didn't want to. You know, that's the, at the end of the day, that's business. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I feel like he used our culture to throw out the fact that Las Vegas wasn't ready oh, for yeah. an event like that. Yeah. We weren't ready at that time yeah. for something that fucking big. But because, you know, hip-hop is the, is the to me always, hip-hop is the the pinnacle, you know what I mean, of, of our society. It was easy for him to throw that out there mm-hmm. and be like, it, it's because of, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, yeah he needed something to that. blame. Yeah. And and since then, I mean, we have seen a decline. I mean, you guys probably see it. There's a, a major decline. And, you know, there's not a lot of black clubs here. There's not a lot of, you know, brown or black owned clubs. There's not a lot of places we can go. And so that's another important reason why, um, you know, we have Dilla Day is just to establish another opportunity for us to be able to get together. And like I said, just uh, have a good time. Yeah. And, and one thing uh, that we noticed from from the local artist side, you know, you really don't have like a, a run longer than four or five months where you can perform at one location before it gets shut down. You see what I'm saying? Back in the day, um, in the early 2000s, it was Take One on Fremont. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then, it, you know, it was, uh, what is it, Daddy Max, you know what I'm saying, in Henderson. Then it goes up to, you know, the Beauty Bar. You know what I'm saying? No matter what happens when it comes to hip-hop mm-hmm. locally, we constantly getting, you know, pushed out of that motherfucker. Yeah. It's crazy. It's true. It's very true. And that's why, you know, these things are so important that we continue to – to keep up the momentum and, and keep doing these things. Cause eventually we're going to, one of us is going to invest in some property, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's going to stick and it's going to stay there forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why it's just so important to keep these things going. Okay. Um, how did it, uh, how, how did this all come about? Is there a dress code? 
Nah. Like, do I have to wear a fedora? She said real hip hop head. Have you no. seen real hip hop heads no. dress? Come as you as you are. You yes. can wear whatever you. Have. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked about the fedora. <laughs> I see how common dresses. You can wear your overalls inside out and backwards. You know what I mean? yeah. so it's all good. Your male leggings. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to stay healthy. Thank you. <laughs> I want to live longer than 31. I'm like some people I know. Rompers are allowed. <laughs> Um, it started, you know what, a couple years ago, I was going to go to, to Dilla Day in Detroit and, okay. I, and I hit up the foundation on Instagram and I was like, you know, totally innocently like, hey, what's up? I just need the info because I'm going to fly out for this. You know, that's how much of a head I am. And um, unbeknownst to me, I was talking to the family, you know, and oh, they hit sure. me right back and they were like, and and by family, I mean, uh, this is uh, Tony Smith. Shout out, Tony. Um who is uh, Ma Duke's husband, mm. runs the page. So he hit me back and said, hey, listen, we're still trying to figure it all out, but why don't you just do something where you're at? Yeah. You know, and I was like, huh? <laughs> okay. And so we had many, many discussions, and I said, well, let me see what I can do. And, and I actually um, went to um, Money Plays uh, at the time was open. It's not open now, but was that black was where the owned. first one was at. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's when I, I met you for the first time. But um, Stan, it was it was black owned by a man named Stan, and I went in there and I hollered at him, and he was like, "I'm a dillahead," and I was like, "Can we do it here?" And he was like, "Yes," you know. And so uh, we did it. I, I told all the homies. Everybody was super excited, you know. And so we kind of just threw this together, this event in two weeks, and. We're able to raise some funds to send back home to Ma Duke so yeah. that she could distribute to the children of Dilla, you know. And so that's how quickly it happened. It was just kind of like it's still a dream to me. And then the expansion of even even building on this Dilla day, how many people have just hit me up like yeah. out of nowhere? How can I help? What can I do? And these are motherfuckers with money. And yeah. I'm like, I don't you know, this is just a baby. I, I'm not a promoter by any means. I've yeah. never put together a hip hop event. This shit just kind of fell in my lap. And then it was successful. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so um, thankfully, you know, that's the way things go sometimes, you know, when you put a little heart into something. Um, it expands and, and it's just been doing well ever since last, last year, I think we probably got about anywhere from 150 to 200 people there. Mm. Oh. And it was just so good. It felt so good to me to see black and brown folks together at yeah. one place, you know, at one time, it's just, yeah. you know, it was just like, Oh shit, you know, this is happening. And, um, yeah, usually I'm, the only time you ever see that is at a Bone Thugs and Harmony concert. <laughs> uh, where's, where's, where's Jay Dillard from? <laughs> Detroit. Detroit? Okay, okay. He's from Detroit, uh, born and raised. He, he passed in L.A. Um, so he really uh, made a full transition to Los Angeles towards the end of his life and really loved the West Coast. So that's where he decided to end the, the, uh, the last parts of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody? Oh, no, I'm just, you know, it answers the question because my, <laughs> yeah. my biggest question on it, you know, after finding out, because first of all, I'm not no real big hip-hop head like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I play around and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I say hip-hop, I'm more of a, you know, I can tell you mainstream, you know, history, so on and so forth, right? Yeah. But when it comes to the whole artist y'all like to listen to, Lil Brother, The Roots, and all of that, that just ain't my cup of tea. Oh, okay, I go okay, into okay, that, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's Black Star, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I fuck with Mos and, and, and Talib. Um, oh, you fired but, then. What'd you say? I said, if that's all you know, you fired then. 
Oh, no, no, no. It, it is what it he's is. the one person saying he's going to scrutinize my knowledge. No, that's why I told you it wasn't going to be I told you it wasn't going to be for me. I said, we're going to test it, but it ain't going to be for me. He just said he's a chingy fan. <laughs> he was like, I listen to Black Eyed Peas yeah, after Fergie. That, that's fucked yeah, up. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right there. You feel me? <laughs> Yeah, he he, he definitely the. Uh, Anyhow, <laughs> he just threw it up. And that was it. my main question. Like, you know, if if dude from Detroit, why Vegas? And you just answered that question for me. So you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's an international legend to a lot of us, and and, mm-hmm. and don't get it twisted. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. He has a cult following of people. Okay. There's not like a large community of people that are like, oh shit, you know, yeah. it's a two chains concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. It's yeah. like heads that are within an age group of I'd say between thirty and forty five to fifty. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're we're in bed by midnight. You know okay. what I mean? Like, <laughs> but um, there's such a huge following. It is international, and, and we're everywhere. You okay. know, you know. Yeah. But it is a cult following. It's it's he was a very humble guy, and you know, credit to his mother, Ma Duke says, you know, he didn't want to be a, a, a huge star. He, yeah. okay. he never pressed for that. He was a very humble guy and wanted to play the background, which I appreciate because I'm a lot like that myself. I don't want to be in the forefront. I just want to take care of the shit in the background and yeah. let other people enjoy it. He's and a Jake Cole of producers, basically. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to. I mean, are you saying Jake Cole? He don't. He don't do the flashy shit. He's at the forefront because his music is so great. But, you know, he don't wear jewelry and nothing like that. He don't wear none of the, you know, big name clothing or anything like that. So I'll just say that. That's cool. So, yeah. Uh, I get Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll go with it. it. <laughs> we'll take it, I guess. We'll, we'll yeah. allow it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. And definitely the motherfucking class that wants you to read the paragraph because he stuttered when he read. What? Yeah, I, I don't actually. I just want y'all to hear me stutter. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, y'all. Of 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 all the of all the hip hop legends that have transitioned, right? Mm-hmm. What what drew you to him, and why is it important for Las Vegas residents to show up for an event like this? Um, what drew me to him? You know what? It was a boy. <laughs> it was a boy. You. Um. I was, you know, I'm a vinyl, I'm a vinyl collector, so I've got a lot mm. of vinyl and stuff like that, and I collect a lot of. Um, oh, you definitely own fedoras. Records, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said you definitely own fedoras. Oh, right. <laughs> I have zero fedoras. <laughs> but um, you know what? He's got a very specific. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna let that ride out. <laughs> He's got a very specific sound to his beats. Um, they're lo-fi beats. They're kind of slowed down. Yeah. Um, so they they to a lot of people don't make sense. You know, it's kind of like, what is he doing here? What was he thinking? And with his samples and so on and so forth. So um, that that, I love it. I love Jay Dilla beats. They just kind of do something for me. What's that? His way, his way of sampling Mm -hmm. was dope. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I had since known you was coming on. I had looked into it, and I was seeing that. uh, (laughs) No, I was. I seen Black Thought. Um, he don't. He wasn't just sampling, uh, the vocals or certain parts. He picked certain parts of the beat that you didn't recognize and he enhanced it and made his beats like that. There's not mm-hmm. really no producer like that outside of maybe him and maybe Black Thought did a few after that, but Black Thought learned it from him. Mm-hmm. So that that was dope as a producer. Super special. Super special way of just a very creative individual and, and there, you know, since him has not been a lot like him. I mean, com- in comparison, we could probably talk about Pete Rock or Premier or somebody like that or... Um, you know, um, what about ninth? Ninth, 
that's what I was trying to think of, but absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, so super special in that regard. Um, why come out to this particular event? Yeah. As I mentioned, there's just not, I mean, there's just not a lot for us to do. Yep. We should absolutely support each other. Yep. Um, when we're all in the room, you never know who you're going to meet. My biggest thing is whenever I hold an event or whether it's uh, something regarding activism or community work, I always tell people like, man, if you're going to come talk to one person, you don't know. Like, just talk to one person because you have no idea how that can open up doors, opportunities. You have no idea who's going to be in the room. So yeah. there are opportunities to congregate with like-minded people, yeah. number one. Number two, we have the foundation that we're trying to raise funds for um, in regards to doing more youth-oriented projects um, regarding music, whether it's, you know, learning how to scratch, learning how to DJ, uh, coding, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial programs. Yeah. Um, I teach financial literacy on the side. So these are all things that we as a community of Dilla Chapter members have and are willing to contribute to the youth in Las Vegas. Okay. So we just need a little bit of funds to get supplies and shit. We have people that are willing to give us venues. Um, I had a gentleman that I spoke on the phone with last night that just blew my mind, but he's, he's a scientist. He's, he's a black scientist, yeah. and he hit me up, and he grows wheat. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was just like, I'm a Dilla head and I want to be down. And after the podcast, I'm going to go meet with him and we're going to discuss some ideas that he has to help build the foundation. But, um, you know, it's not just coming for a party. Yes, you're going to have a really, really good time. I promise you that. And there's going to be some giveaways and some free shit as well. But yeah. in addition, um, whatever we make in fundraising, I'm always transparent in the community about what we're doing. So you'll hear it. You'll hear me say, hey, listen, man, we had a self-defense workshop for women today, you up. know, in yeah. the Dilla chapter name. And this is where your funds went, mm-hmm. you know, so that, you um, is, is there an official Las Vegas chapter? There is. There is. My okay. Duke sent me the certificate and, and basically dubbed us a chapter, which gives us a nonprofit status. Um, mm, nice. So we're tax exempt. And yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want to do within the realm of possibilities. Yeah. You know, we could say, hey, listen, man, we love how views is going. We want to sponsor y'all to do, you know, whatever right, this right, is or that right, is. Right. And, you know, exactly. I mean, that's the community. Yeah. That's how this is intended to work. Yeah. That's the purpose. She knew when I discussed with her what our combined ideas were and she let me run with it and, mm. and basically gave me the freedom to say, I know you want to do shit in Las Vegas. I know you need money. You have the chapter status. Yeah. Go go do your thing. How did you get her? Uh, I just. I, how, how did you get her a blessing? I just came at. I just was real as shit. You know, I think people really appreciate authenticity. You Absolutely. know, so I was just kind of like, hey, I'm a huge fan. You know, I've you know had as I mentioned had talked with her husband, and then he was like, you got to talk to my dukes. You know, and her and I immediately hit it off on the telephone immediately. Yeah. Um, she just hit me up yesterday and was like, I love you, you know, and I'm like, God, I love you, too. Like, Jay Dilla's mother, it loves me. You know what I mean? But but uh, very humbling, very humbling. I was about to say, tell me shit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, humbled. <laughs> no I'm just really humble. And, and I just came at her straight up and said, hey, listen, um, formerly I, I've done a lot of grant writing for nonprofits and things of that nature. So. Um, I told her that I was willing to help and I don't want any money to do that. It's yeah. just something mm-hmm. that I believe in. And, um, you know, and I came out of real and like I said, we threw the first deal a day and she just kind of gave me the freedom to do it. And then I sent her some money like here, yeah. this is what we made. Yeah. And she was like, Oh shit, this bitch really is like 
doing what she yeah, said. Yeah, work. Yeah, I love you after that too. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I love you. Sending me money, yeah. but that's part of it because I knew that that money is going to his children. You know, and so it's there's no question of re- in regards to where you know when you see a lot of nonprofits and they're operating, where the fuck did my money go? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you, you know? hear that a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, I sent a hundred dollars to American Red Cross. No, I'm sorry. You know, people did not get the help that they said that yeah. they were going to get. You yeah. know, so. That's why I truly believe in, in transparency. When, when I'm saying, hey, listen, come here. I'm providing a good time. You know, donate some money. I'm going to tell you exactly where that went. Okay. Uh, have, you, um, have you reached out to frequent dealer collaborators? Um, you know what? Uh, 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 Frank and Dank. I don't know if y'all are familiar. Is one of the acts. They're they're actually from Detroit as well. Frank and Dank. Frank and Dank. Okay. It's not Jay Z, so I don't know. <laughs> Get rid of him. Point, <laughs> Shout out to. Uh... <laughs> but uh, Frank Knit is going to has already committed to doing uh, Dilla Day for 2021. Um, and yeah, man, I haven't been able to as of yet because we don't have a budget to be able to offer performers, you know, gotcha. if I'm like everybody, like all of our DJs, the venue, everything is donated. Wait till you see yes. it. Cause there's a yeah. lot of gang of shit. Like we're going to have a donut wall and all kinds of oh, shit, but people up. just yeah. basically have said, we'll help. You know, and I'm I'm honest about telling people I have no money to give you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, yeah, if you want to come, this is because this is a collaborative effort. Yeah. And um, that's why I'm so in love with this event, yeah. because really, you just got a shit ton of people doing shit for free um, and then basically hoping to get a really good outcome out yeah. of it. Uh. So hopefully in the future, you know, I'd love to get Elzai. Like, I love Elzai and, you know what yeah. I mean, and Slum. And I'd like to get some people out. Um, and it won't be very hard, but we have to make sure that it's worth their time and, you know, we can properly pay them for their performances. Okay. Um, I see. I'm, I'm, you know, we watching you speak on it. And I see how how happy you get speaking mm-hmm. on it. What does it do for you internally? Um, it's like soul food. You know what I mean? Because I am a hip-hop head. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just um, it's just like food for my soul, just being in a place where um, I've got all my friends together and I've got new people that I'm meeting. We all have uh, the same kind of interest at heart and we all love Dilla and we all love his legacy and we love each other. And um, so, yeah, no, it just does something for me. You know, it's just um, it it fills me up. It makes me feel full. And, you know, I'm just full of love. And I wouldn't feel this way if there weren't so many people that are, like, as I mentioned, contributing, yeah. you know, with without wanting anything in return. Just basically saying, hey, man, I'm down to help you out. When is Dilla Day? February the 8th. Okay. So two weeks from yesterday. It's on a Saturday. And where is this located? It's at the space. And the space is kind of um, kind of like adjacent to the Rio. So it's in that industrial area between Flamingo and Trop. Like, I think it's on Proctor. <laughs> Dante's laughing because I told him it was hooker area. <laughs> no, as soon as you said Flamingo, it's I'm like, oh, clutch my purse. It's prime area. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's crazy. Um <laughs> so you said you said something on, on, on Twitter um, that that's I was like hmm right so you oh, said um, your favorite rappers confide in you oh yeah I said yeah you're your guys's favorite rappers not mine what Jay say huh what Jay say <laughs> <laughs> I mean let you me know, know let me know what Nas you say you know though. what um uh <laughs> 
If so, you know what is so funny? So uh, again, going back to this whole Ma Duke story, and you know, putting mm-hmm. yourself out there on the internet is a hilarious thing. Yeah. And, and it's funny how people follow you and, and things of that nature. So I, I'm pretty open, and I talk a lot of shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I um, think everyone does. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've noticed her shit talking on. I said, who the fuck is this? Yeah, you know? I talk a lot, a lot of shit, but that's because, you know, nobody's going to fight me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But um, also, you know, I've been afforded the opportunity to have conversations with people okay. in the industry, and I honor those. Um, so much that I have to protect them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know that's yeah, a lame yeah, ass yeah, answer. Yeah. You want the details and shit. Yeah. I will tell you, you know, like. I told her we were going to call her out on her motherfucking hip hop head shit. I told you. I know, but Got y'all me might one. say something and somebody will pop up in my DM and be yeah, like, well, you. what do you mean about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck does that mean? And um, so, yeah, there's been a few conversations that I've had. Um, I probably with, would share with, with you one on one. No, you don't have to tell us what was said, but with who? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. That either? <laughs> All right. You heard that, though. She'll share with me one on one. <laughs> Sorry, we'll learn at some point. Tell him if you want. You know the internet's are a crazy place. <laughs> and... I sh- hey, <laughs> add a point for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> add a point for us. We got our one. Hold on. Yeah. What? No, yeah. This is count? the count. Yep, that's the go. point. That's, that's the, the point. Thank you. Got the hip hop head on one. You feel me? One's a point bell. Y'all see her running around that answer right there. You know what I'm saying? She ran around that shit on me. Don't worry, that's a politician's answer. (laughs) So I have been confided in. This is between me and my client. What What do you as as uh, such a uh, big hip hop head? Where What do you? What is the state of hip hop today? Where do you see it as? Um, man, it's just not in its best place because I've seen it be in such a better, better place. Um, Mm. but you know the particular projects that. Um, we need to be looking out for are not heavily, you know, um, marketed. You know what I mean? I don't know that, uh, you know, particular artists like Little Brother or, you know, that came out or even yeah. when Black Thought put his album out. It's not heavily marketed. It's, again, this whole core knit group of hip hop heads that kind of just tell each other about it. Um, but otherwise, you know, like I don't hate on the younger generation. I think that they're doing some dope shit. Like yeah. I was listening to Cash Doll yesterday and I'm like, oh shit, she's yeah, dope. You know what I mean? Like she was spitting and I was yeah. like, I just didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. Which stripper is she? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, I do mean, you, do you listen, do you listen to like, uh, do you have like a favorite newer generation artist uh, when it comes to rap? Shit, I mean, no, nah, I, not, I mean, gosh, hip hop wise, yeah, rap yeah. wise, hip hop rap, you know, same thing. I mean, not, not, no, no, it's not. I know, I know, I meant as in like the genre <laughs> of the umbrella. Yes, the umbrella. You're yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. an umbrella with yes, your hands. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> um, God, I can't. I guess I'm. I, I, I can't. Nobody's coming to mind. You know, yeah. so I don't really know that I could, you know, potentially answer that. Isn't Rhapsody one of the newer? Yeah, I mean, she's been out for, she's had a, got a couple albums, but you know what? She's the first person yeah, I guess that came to mind. Yeah, so, I, and I love, I'm a big proponent. I'm big on, I hate the term female MCs because yeah. an MC is an MC. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm really big on on the ladies, man. We really got to push the women to, um, to you know, to be bigger in, in our all of our eyes yeah. because women are so marginalized in hip hop. I think I've, more of Corday when it comes to younger mm, artists. That's a really good example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too soon. Oh, yeah. 
It's too soon. He put out a great project. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, that could be, that could saying be someone's the favorite. younger artists yeah. that you you you, how, how you can, like coming up. How can it be too soon? How how can it be too soon? I think it's too soon to to say he's your favorite. Cause they had what one album or two. How can some? How can it be too soon to say who's my who's I my just, who's, it, who's your favorite as a person? I could I could acknowledge that he's talented. He can spit. He put out a great project. But for me to call him my favorite, but he said with, young artist, but he's yeah. newer. Also, okay, so how many albums has he had? He's newer and he, he only he's got had, one. He's had a he, few mixtapes, I believe. Okay, but just one album. But he's been consistent yeah, okay. on on his his sound, his style of rap since I he think, came out. So you got five years. Of I think it takes two. What he was on. It takes two legit projects for you to just be like, all right, this guy is it. For me. I don't think for for you to say who's your who's your favorite as a newer artist. Oh my bad, my like bad. You have a newer artist yeah, every you, year. Your preference. There's a new artist. There's new yeah. artists every year. I didn't. So, I didn't. I skipped the newer artist part. Oh yeah. I do that like how you do <laughs> to get it to get your answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I fucks with a, a a rhapsody. Like I was on her tough before she became who she is now. The only thing I don't that's like so negatively. Uh, because I, <laughs> she's starting to be, people are starting to Dante use Dante don't her. like artists that change. No, 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 no. People are starting to use her Bro? for political reasons. He don't like I don't, growth. And I don't fuck with, Who's I don't the, really who, like it. What do you, uh, I need an example. He don't like no growth. That's, Told us that before. what this nigga's talking about. <laughs> Told us that before. I, she's being used for political reasons, the same as the, the Cardis and, and so forth and so on. And I don't like that. So once I, because I'm very, I'm, I'm very political. Extremely. You know what I'm saying? So when I see you, it's almost like you're being used uh, to throw a message out there to the masses that I don't necessarily agree with. Like Macklemore? So I kind of like, eh. Well, no. <laughs> How you know she don't believe that, though? She can believe what she want to believe. So you mad at her for her beliefs? Absolutely not. I think it's different if you start out as an artist and you are heavy, you know, politicized and things like that. You know, like a, like an immortal technique or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, you don't. I mean, I, I kind of get when what you're saying. Back. Yeah, I just point for her. It's called co-opting. <laughs> there you it's go. Just saying that movement. name is just one point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like co-opting a movement. You know what I mean? You're changing the um, the narrative. But what if it? It's maybe. What if you just realize later on what your platform is, and then you want to be more of a positive influence or role model? Wanting to do it and and wanting to do it and being used for it are two different things. For sure, but how do you know it's not like in the same? A lot of people don't know they're being used. No, I'm saying, what if it's like we don't know if that wasn't an actual conscious thought that she made and go, I need. I mean, I understand my platform. People do that shit. Well, I mean, fuck her. Look at logic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, no, logic is dramatic. logic is corny. But that's but he wasn't talking about that. Type logic of is corny, and I think he used suicide for stream. I see, I think that he just wanted to push. Come on, man, that type of shit. He, he has uh, extreme anxiety, and also he's white and black. Did you know that? See, okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going you on? Don't now? say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, that's cool. Like, even when I mean, even, okay. So even when logic, when logic came, when logic first came out, he was just spitting. He was. No he one, was. no one even. I don't even think no one even said anything about his color. Like, 
okay, we think you're a white boy. He but did. You, he said something about he said it. Yeah. Early in this, super early. I'm black and white. I'm black and white. He I had to. He had to. Oh, he Under was, Pressure, I didn't really hear him under speak Under Pressure on is his best album. But Absolutely. And I didn't hear him speak on it like that. Yeah, Under Pressure got me through some shit. And then yeah. next thing I know, he's Sean King. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it to, to me, again, what she says, that, that's, it's like co-opting. You, you're finding something... <sighs> This nigga said, I have the blood of the slave it's, and the blood of the slave master. Mm. You said it's an opportunist? Yeah, it's, oppor- it's opportunist type. I'm, piggy- I'm not necessarily agreeing, but yeah. I'm piggybacking off of what you're saying. Is no, you're, you're that's, that's what it appears like to me. I mean, because I know him when I see him. Like, this shit is... We can talk again. I mean, this show should be named Authenticity. You know, that should be the word for today. Because mm-hmm. if you're not speaking that authentic shit then it looks fake it, it looks like you're not coming yeah. off as a real motherfucker like really are you are you doing this for points value or are you doing this because you truly care about it yeah it should be named authenticity but spence is going to pick the worst shit that somebody said today yeah, he did <laughs> and he did show that shit it's gonna, this episode's going to be called immortal technique <laughs> right. oh the last episode wow. what did i hear oh little light skin bitch <laughs> that's oh. all I, I was like look Wow, I'm sorry. I, I didn't a, mean to bring a, that back up. Was a, that yeah. little? Yep, yeah, absolutely. It was you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every time the word bitch is up, it's either me <laughs> or it's me. No. Nah, uh, so, as a as a as a woman, yeah. uh, a a brown woman at mm-hmm. that, right? Listening back to to that specific show, did you have an issue? Brown. Well, I'm white passing. I'm Mexican. You know what I mean? So it's just, I mean, that's what I think you were getting at. But did I have an issue with what he said? Yeah. No. I laughed. Yeah, I was in what? my car. I laughed a little. I chuckled. I was like, God damn. I almost wrote it in a hashtag, and I was going to ask y'all. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I didn't want that to be. You guys talked about a lot of things, and I don't. I hate, like we said, picking I hate in, yeah. picking yeah, one yeah. thing out and be like, you know what I mean? Because that'll steal everything else that you guys worked on. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what was I talking shiny. about? I don't even remember. I'd be blacking I mean, out. We getting, like, <laughs> we getting a lot of complaints. From the you ladies. S- you said, uh, oh, well, you said Brina Brown. What does that have to do with? Oh, I, I just didn't call her Mexican. I called yeah. her Brown. No, I, obviously. I'm saying you, you, you made it seem like what I what was the thing that should have been taken from it was the fact that I said a little light-skinned bitch instead of just no, bitch. No, I was talking about the bitch word in general. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Keep going. I don't give a fuck. Shit. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and I feel it. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I thought the light skin. I was like, well, nah, I didn't mean nah, anything nah, by the light skin yeah. thing. It was oh, a joke. Shit. <laughs> I just um, when we when we when we're talking about the the state of hip hop today, I feel like it's as best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I think we and have the most variety. Facts. We have the most variety. It's something for everybody. Um, yeah, and I just don't. You know, I can turn on. I can turn on like a Cole or a Kendrick or uh Black Thought or, you know, a Little Brothers if I want to hear like meaningful content. You know what? Then I can turn on bitch. People You know what I'm saying? I can people focus how 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 disconnected the younger generation is to the older generation when it comes to hip hop and how different the music is. But like Walk It Out was out and it was still good hip hop coming out. What ten plus years ago? Like it, not, it the times hasn't changed. Just the it type hasn't. of music. In fact, I think what you do is what I do, and that's we have 
we have the ability to select. Like, I DJ all my own shit. I'll oh, DJ okay. my car ride to work. I'll yeah. DJ my car ride over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we decide what we're going like to select. Like, you actually have turntables in your car? Oh, yeah. You know? That's very unsafe. Extremely. Well, you know, a playlist. That was A playlist or something like that. But in terms of, so let's just rewind that a little bit. But in terms of what is being projected to us, like what is being offered you know, because we can decide what we want to listen to, but what is being offered? How do you feel about what is being offered to you? Now we have we have a different discussion. Well, you know, this is the first time uh, I could think of in hip hop where you have you know multiple generations contributing to you know mm. it all at yeah, once because yeah. it seemed like in the '80s, I mean, in the '90s. When you know Pac and Big was going, you ain't listening to no '80s artists. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like maybe LL yeah. transcended that era, uh, but that was it. That's what I'm saying. LL was still young though. It. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, you wasn't listening to G Rap back then. You wasn't listening to Kumo D or nobody from the yeah. '80s back then. You know the way you were today. You know you're still listening to Jay Z who dropped in '96. You yeah. see what I'm saying? In in the year 2020, uh, uh, yeah, as a as a 34 year old, as a 34 year old, now now uh-huh. this is where this is where I don't. I feel like we don't put ourselves in each other's shoes, right? Okay. So, as a thirty, a thirty-four-year-old man, yeah, thirty-one-year-old man, all of us are in our thirties, right? Mm-hmm. It's easiest. It's easier for us to say we're still listening to Jay, yeah, and he was an artist back in the nineties, yeah. The younger generation don't really fuck with him like that, but but Jay Z, and that was keep going. Sorry. I mean, for the example, when he dropped uh four forty. What is it, 444 or 444, whatever the fuck? Yeah. The younger generation like, man, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this is trash. But he's still relevant, though. Even if you don't, even if the younger generation ain't fucking with him like that, there's enough that are, and he's still selling records. The younger generation still fuck with Wayne. Wayne dropped in 99. Damn. Fucking with Plies. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's up with that. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> they are. Wow. What the fuck? They are, for whatever reason. I'm like, how do you work? When we was young, we fuck with Plies. Is his, his music his or his still... Instagram videos? It's an Instagram. It's no, because his song with the baby was just a big record. His song, Running Off on the Plug, was a big record. He was still, yeah. making, he's still making big who, records right this is, now. This is, we have to ask real important questions. Like, who artists. let Plies back in? What <laughs> nigga? Now, his Instagram videos let him back in. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, he had a career Kirk resurgence with, it, with the Instagram, but I, uh, music. But one thing we definitely can say is that our forty-year-old artist is a lot better than the forty-year-old artist. Oh in yeah, the 90s yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So yeah, what forty-year-old artist from the nineties? That's uh, he's talking about like uh, I'm talking about you know the like people that that, yeah. that that started hip hop in cool the eighties, you know, and all that. Yeah. You know, we was not listening to them at do all. We, do we have yeah. a? Um, That's true. Do we have a? Um, uh, an artist today that's bigger than uh, Run DMC. You say like, what do you mean? artists today bigger yeah. than Run DMC. It's yeah, a lot of era. artists bigger than Run DMC. Yeah, nigga Drake, Kendrick. Sure. I mean, <laughs> bigger that than Run DMC. That ain't hard. Yeah. Run DMC like, was was the first, so they get all of this recognition. Yeah. Being bigger than them today is not hard. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Run DMC is responsible, damn near, for for putting a whole shoe on. Okay. Good for okay. them. I don't see Drake doing that. I mean, Drake. Numbers, first of all, Drake, that's what I'm saying. Drake is you're, the you're, reason why owls are hot right but now. But see, the right? thing about it is, they're the first. So you're, you're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This was just a big thing at that time. You're great. You're so giving them course. credit for being the first to that's do like something. Dr. J was so big for putting on Converse, like, yeah. What do that mean? It's like the fat, like it's the Fab Five it. being like uh, immortalized for uh, putting black socks on the game. I'm not, not when I say when I say big, is there an artist or a group as big as Run DMC? I'm not talking about just music wise. Just influence, 
Like it's easier for us to put down Run DMC because we that is not of our to generation. Jay Z is still the most influential Jay-Z, artist you got, that that's you got ever Wayne, been, and Drake is right on his tail. Dwayne, so. Drake, uh, Jay Z. Uh, what is Jay Z influenced outside? Of think more. What is Drake influenced? Jay Z influenced I'm, I'm, every. I'm the, talking the, the style I'm talking of, of influence now. Oh, influence now. Jay Z influenced style Jay-Z. every fucking summer when he what? was talking button ups. We were wearing button ups. When it was throwback jerseys, we was wearing. I throwback thought that was jerseys. Kanye. No, that's nah, that this was, was Jay Z. That was well. That was a collective. It, a no collective. matter whatever you're drinking every year, you're drinking because Jay Z mentioned that shit in the fucking song. You see what I'm saying? Kanye. Jay Z has been the most influential I artist yeah. the game has seen. I think I think but I, I think uh influence to hip hop, Lil Wayne has a way more impactful influence than Jay Z. Oh, yeah. Currently. Hmm. When you say mm-hmm. clothing, style, don't forget Jay Z had to at first. I'm not talking about and I'm, I'm talking talk, about clothing style. Yeah, he's talking about influence. influence. He you're talking about Kanye. you're talking about influence as far as run DMC because they had people holding up a fucking shoe. Oh yeah, Jay Z had you dressing a certain way every fucking year. Oh, it was Kanye. Nobody was dressing like Jay Z. Kanye didn't even fucking with, with the pink button outside up? of making beats. Kanye did not exist in 2003. Remember, talking, he dropped about college like, dropout in 2004. Kanye had no no influence whatsoever. Would you know what Crystal was if it wasn't for uh, Jay Z? No. What else? There's more. I know. It's a whole bunch of shit. Uh, what is Tom Ford without fucking Jay Z? Tom like, Ford. Uh, it's a whole Tom bunch Ford? of shit. A whole bunch of shit. Bunch of shit we can't These afford. ain't diesel, nigga. These is a diesel. Oh shit, let's get rid of our diesel. Let's get rid of our iceberg. Jay Z ain't wearing that shit. Oh, no iceberg. More. That's another you one. You know what I'm saying? Let's get rid of this. He ain't wearing it. He moved on to something else. That was Jay, bro. You might be too young to realize that though, bro. We don't we don't <laughs> fault you on that, man. I'm just, you know, I'm listening to you. Raw rod. Now I just want to hear what I'm the hip hop head got to say about that. Go ahead. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, to that degree, because I do remember that. I remember that era of button ups and you know. I just remember Kanye with the pink button up. If you're well, talking Kanye, pink, you're talking right. about Cam in the first place. Yeah. So you're not that's, even you're not true. even going to Kanye. But I'm with saying that. when I seen when I seen Kanye with the pink button up, that's when to me Con- the, the world kind of Kanye put polos and, you and backpacks. I was just about to say he put yeah. polos and backpacks on. That's what mm-hmm. Kanye did. Yeah, that was his thing. Okay, no, go ahead and finish. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Hmm. Influential. I mean, I guess so. I guess so. I started talking about music, but yeah, we're talking about the bigger scheme of things. Then yeah, I'd say Jay Z. Yeah, and in, in that. Comparison, sure. So Jay Z had people drinking. Russell Crystal. Simmons. Well, he's he's not a rapper, Jay, when Jay Z stopped talking about Crystal because they didn't want to, um, Did whatever, they switched to Ace of Spade. Mm-hmm. When Jay Z started saying Ace of Spade, um, I think it was the Kingdom Come album when he switched from Crystal to Ace of Spade. No, because Crystal, because people were, no, one of them, racist, one of them right? said some uh, racist. Uh, yeah, Crystal did. Crystal said they didn't like black people drinking that shit, right? And they completely stopped. Like, you haven't heard Crystal in hip hop since. True. Mm. Got rid of that shit. Yeah, now you heard Ace of Spade or whatever, uh, ro- whatever Rose is drinking or whatever Moet, they're drinking. Whatnot. Moet, you hear yeah. all that, but you don't. You haven't heard of Chris Doll since. Yeah, and then yeah. I think Jay Z about to do say shit too. Mm-hmm. You did, no, but good point. Very good point. Diddy though, Diddy has a huge impact. Technically, he's a rapper. Technically, <laughs> Diddy do. I mean, you're gonna have an impact when you got fucking conglomerations behind you, you know, and Machines. billions of dollars and continuous uh, funds, you know, to be able to 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 push it. You're gonna have that. That's people will come to Jay Z and go, "Hey, listen, we know you're a billionaire, but we'll give you three more billion if you just co-sign this shit," you know. Yeah, and shit, he's building a legacy for his children's 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 children. Yeah. He's not gonna turn that down. But that also, you know, um, speaks to diluting what hip-hop really is because think about it you know back when the early 90s was going and shit sprite came and and fucking 
ran through the whole game and it was Sprite commercials and Sprite this and Sprite that and I was with Drake. I think that's why I don't really count when you got the the mainstream stuff like that. Like when he mentioned Run DMC with Adidas, it's like when Adidas didn't want to push Run DMC and they tried to bring Fat Form. What did they? You know what I'm saying? Like what what did they really bring? When you got a, already something that's already big. And Run you bring DMC it to had nothing to do with Fat Form. If Adidas would, I mean, if Run DMC would have pushed Nike back. Run DMC was pushing different. Adidas when Adidas wouldn't back Run DMC. Russell Simmons had flat Fat Form, so Russell Simmons had dropped the Fat Form shoe that was after his brother, which is Run. Trash. If that's the case, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work out. So what did they really do? You pushing, yeah. you pushing a shoe that's already major, and you yeah. saying I would, I put no shoe strings in my Adidas, and everybody like, oh yeah, let's do that. Like I don't think you really that's. If, Influential, you didn't bring nothing. Jay Z brought you Ace of Spades. Um, uh, I think, but Wayne, well, Wayne didn't bring. Wayne didn't bring. That's why I uh, took names out there. Nah, that was a that was a Terrell. Run yeah, DMC well. pushing pushing uh, Adidas is is the equivalent of everybody buying Air Force Ones after Nelly. We was buying Air Force Ones so, way yeah. before that. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. We just had a song then. Yeah. Shut my argument <laughs> down in, nigga. Yeah. One more point for us. But I just... Thank I you, just, thank you, thank you. I just... I want to thank my mama. When, God. When someone... Might when be someone, my last W. I want to um, thank Drake's son. I, I, think, I think when um, when someone... When I say uh, influential, right, I, mm-hmm. when I look at Jay-Z, or when I feel like how people look at Jay-Z is like, damn, I can get there. Like, I want to do... These type of things, yeah. But he's not necessarily influencing anyone. I disagree. Like, I just, when I, I don't get what you're saying right there. Keep going. When I look at Jay Z, it's like, damn, like you know, man, this man is, you know, he's he business wise, he's cooking. You know what I mean? But I've never looked at Jay Z and said, damn, I want to be Jay Z. So he's. So are you taking it personal? Or? No, no, no. I'm just saying when I when I see how people. Um, and I'm, I'm including myself, but when I see how people uh, describe uh, Jay Z, I think you know what I mean when they like when they're tweeting about him and shit, it's like damn, it's almost like I don't know. Is there a difference between like goals and those are business goals and being influential? Because I don't yeah. see anybody, uh, I don't got- see Jay Z influencing nobody, but everybody's looking at. I, I think the we entrepreneur. Didn't really, we we didn't the, really see. We're commending his business moves, but I don't know if he's influencing anybody. We didn't really see Jay Z business moves until he left Rockefeller and went to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see his business moves. We just seen what he was doing, and people. No, you've seen his caught business on to it before then. Well, where? Um, when he built Rockefeller in the first place, you know what I'm saying. That's not by himself. That you, okay. you can't do no, that. No, no, no. You can't you, do that. Listen, I can do that because he's the artist that carried the shit. We've already had a talk on this. There's only been three platinum artists on Rockefeller, period. Well, I feel like I just got in trouble. Man, the oh, piercing no. in his eyes is terrible. We give Jay-Z this credit because we've seen him go from nothing to that. I'm sorry, Dad. He didn't nigga on 8 Mile in the, in the, uh, we didn't, but we in didn't the white see, beater. We didn't see Jay-Z. Yeah. We didn't see Jay-Z uh, business-wise. Tank top don't fit me. <laughs> we didn't see Jay-Z. <laughs> Hey, that motherfucker tank top don't fit me though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we didn't see Jay. We didn't see Jay Z business wise until he <laughs> until he <Sorry>. left <laughs> until he left uh, until he left Rockefeller. Like just being a, a great artist don't mean we seen you business wise. Lil Wayne was a great artist. What did what did we see for him for Cash Money? No, but I think I think it's a specific type of person that wants to be Jay Z. The average I think the average black person doesn't want to be Jay Z because they don't have that same mindset as who Jay Z. God, he, musically, so it's like, he aged like a white woman. 
And entre- how, what? Lil Wayne. I disagree. Oh, Lil Wayne. Oh, oh Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Talking about Jay. I'm like, what I, I was like, what are you talking know. about? Okay. Yeah. No. But like, so it, it takes like the entrepreneur type person that you know that uh, looks at Jay Z like that. I want to be that person. But the average hood nigga wants to be more like uh, Wayne. The average. Uh, I don't. I don't call Wayne. Uh, don't call him hood all. nigga either. Like I don't think Wayne did. I don't think Wayne really brought too much. I think Wayne was was the greatest copycat ever. <laughs> He basically took whatever, whoever style, he put it on his mixtape, he capitalized on it, and made it better. That's always been him. He, and, changed, and he changed swag rap. He changed every part of rap. When he when lyricist, when being a lyricist was big, he was a lyricist. When swag rap was big, he became a swag rapper. When mumble rapping was big, he started doing mumble bullshit. He, and when, but his, his, fluence, his influence in today's music? Is, I don't think that's influential that if you took somebody's stuff and you just made it better. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if that's just the The Carter... Was Wayne influenced by Jay Z and Jay Z yeah, style yeah, 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 at yeah. that time? Yeah. So let's be clear on that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. That's, I'm not saying he is the 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 you know what I'm saying the tree trunk of the the family of hip hop. I'm saying that he's a, a big influence to today's music. Yeah, like a lot of the I can't, a lot of the I artists do that. That's a lot of the artists. A, a lot of the artists all fall under his umbrella of no, people that he either no. put on or he no, sounded like no, 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 that no, sounded no. like them. You you mistaking them the, for Young Thug and Future. Cat. Yes, and Young That's Thug tried to future. sound Young Thug started off trying to sound like Lil Wayne. That was his influence. That was his I don't know nobody that tried to sound like Lil Wayne. But when Future came, like everybody tries to sound like him. Yes. That's influence. But who but you make it seem Lil like Lil Wayne is like remember when Lil Wayne is the, Remember is, the, is the best copycat ever. Again, Same that has, that has nothing, that has nothing to do too. with how the umbrella works. I can be a fake all I want to, but if everyone underneath me sounds like me, then that's what it sounds Who like. Who sounds like how Lil Wayne? How do you sound like somebody when you're copying every? You sound like somebody. Give me when an Lil artist Wayne, that sound like Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. You just, you just Lil, said Lil Young Thug. Young Thug came out starting and sounding and wanting to be Lil and Wayne. Then, and he then Young it. Thug changed his whole sound. For sure, for sure. But that's my point. Before is that he the, dropped his first I'm not, major album. That's fine. I'm not saying that Young Thug currently still sounds like Lil Wayne. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, saying he's under the umbrella of Lil Wayne. And there's a lot of people that are. I'm Originality is not a requirement in rap. Like, it's just not. No, I'm a not saying. A lot of things I'm in not, rap and hip hop are, are, are recycled. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it, I mean, it's just it's just a fact. Yeah. You don't, Motherfuckers recycle each other mm-hmm, shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to be uh, original. I'm not saying you have to necessarily be original, but to like Wayne, I'm not saying Wayne didn't do a lot for hip hop. Yeah, but he's also an artist who was a great. He was just a great copycat. So I don't think. Yeah, people came out and was like looked at Wayne as one of the greats and all that. I'm not saying they didn't, but Wayne was just a copycat to yeah. me. Originality is a is a big point of hip hop. Still, when you go to whoever, when you go to the LL Cool J's and all that, like yes, you you take stuff from certain people, but you add your flavor, which make yeah. you original. I think I think I, I put I put Little Wayne up there because I grew up with Wayne. Okay, like Wayne, I I grew I I grew up watching Wayne. And in Bow Wow grow up, right? Okay. So that's why I have put them on the whole fuck on this big ass platform. Now Shad Moss, Bow Wow, let's get it's two yeah, different yeah, people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then Respect I see to the God. And then I see, and then you kind of see both of them. You see both of them kind of like fall off. But that's my my that's why we regard the music back in the 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 nineties with such high regard, even though it was a lot of trash out there, because we grew up with it. We lived with it. Yeah. We experienced with it. That's how I feel about Lil Wayne. But when you put, when I when I look at it through the lens of just a consumer, somebody yeah. that loves the culture, Lil Wayne had a good two three year run, and that's it. 
Mm. You had a two, three year I run. Say, I won't say three years. I say, yeah, he, I think he had a little bit. He was underground. He was underground. Came with came with Carter one. Yeah, Carter one was great. Came with Carter two. Carter two was real good. Uh-huh. Then that's when he fucking blew up and was featured on everything. Yeah. And then that's when he came with Carter three. Carter uh-huh. three was his pinnacle. Uh-huh. After Carter three dropped, Carter three was in. Eh. Yeah, I, I and think his run started at. It Carter went down one, after that. Carter yeah, one was a dope fucking album. Period. Me too. I think when Jay Z when Jay Z co-signed Carter one, that's when he just completely blew up. Hmm. When Jay Z had co-signed Carter one to say Lil Wayne can really rap. Carter one came out Carter what two thousand four? Crazy. Two thousand three. Two thousand four. Right. I think. No, it was four, that's, that's 4 or 5. Yeah, 04. It was before 05, but it was 04 for okay, sure. Because yeah. I remember, I think it was yeah. in summer. It was summer going yeah, yeah, into yeah, that's, high school. That's, that's 04 that, is uh, Wayne and Kanye. Yeah, yeah. 05 belong to Jay Z. What's, um, what's your favorite MC all time? You know what? I just discovered this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just discovered this because you know what? I never wanted to have a favorite MC my entire life. I always mm. had favorite songs yeah, and okay. albums. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but I never wanted to just uh, minimize my adoration for one person. Yeah. But I just found this out. I was thinking about it. Okay. It was about a couple weeks ago, and I said, man, this motherfucker got some longevity. He's made some really, really good albums. Mm. And, it, and you know what? Don't criticize me. Cause, okay, go ahead. No. But, um, Mace. We got to respect him. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Take that. Take it. Hey, murder was, um, was dope at a point. Uh, no, Mace had that album. What was the album? Uh, Harlem World. Je- uh, fellas. Oh. Jealous. Y'all remember that? Jealous oh, I Girls. Double up. Jealous Girls. Double Up. Not Nipsey? No, I think it was Double Up. No, oh. he had an album called Double Up. Mace had an album called Double oh. Up. Oh, see, nobody knows. <laughs> no, I fuck with Harlem World. Anyway. <laughs> what? Um, Harlem World was Cheeks. Not at yeah, the time. Yeah. We can look back at it right now and say it. Not at the time. There was one or two good joints on there. Yeah, yeah he's like a white woman, too. So, you going to tell us? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Um, but let me, you know, this deserves a proper introduction. Okay. So, um, right. You know, albums, um, uh, lyricism, right? Always, always dope. Um, the fact that he's still in my age group, you know okay. what I mean? My age range. Um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, stuff that I can identify with. And then he's just all around a dope ass guy. Uh, Lupe Fiasco is my favorite MC of all time. He was okay. my favorite until uh, Friend of the P. Uh, I can't remember what album that was. Mm. Lasers. Oh yeah, Lasers was great. I, lasers was Lasers. Anyways. I always say um, I think <laughs> I think uh, when it's all said and done, I think Lupe would go down as the greatest. Yeah, I, I mean, this guy is fantastic. I mean, he's a martial artist. He's a student. He's a teacher. He's very politically astute. Um, you know, he's very ingrained in the community. People love him. He's not embarrassed us at all. I can't think of a time Lupe embarrassed me. Yeah. I don't know. know, He did that song with Rick Ross. I don't say, you know, (laughs) to call him like, uh, what's not saying what you're saying, because you're saying when he's your favorite. Right. Spencer said that you think he thinks that he'll go down as the greatest. greatest, Okay. With the pin. Do you think, do you, Mm. okay, uh, that's what I'll say, because, you know, I was going to say, do you think he's had the commercial success to even be considered in that? You know, because I feel like you have to be yeah. all around. Well, good. He, he, I think he's right. He had there. label issues for a very, very I, long I think, time. I think once that label issues thing happened, I think he kind of lost his flow and who his he's momentum. his yeah. not only of his momentum, just his flow. I was a, I was a huge Lupe fan. Yeah, like uh, the cool is like the greatest rap what was album. The, what was the album? The label this. pulled out. The the label. It was the lasers. Label released the album. And it was lasers, and they it was supposed to be a different. It was a completely different album. I think it was only like two tracks that he had originally made for the album made it. 
and then the rest were all labeled influenced label changed and they basically just fucked the album up and he kind of like started going through a lot of shit mentally and then I was still on him. I'm still like, it's all right, man. He's going to get back it's on okay, that we shit. And he you. never came. I, he never came back. Now, it's yeah. Pin. Pin game, I, I could say top three of all time, possibly. You okay. know, top top five. Top five of all time, possibly. But I think his flow has changed so much that I just don't, I can't listen to him rap like that for long. His flow is just so, so yeah. unattractive to me. Okay. Because he, like, today, I'm still, Nas is still there for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I see a path for Kendrick. Me too. For me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Um, Kendrick yeah. is not. Oh, wait, no, we're just saying. We're just saying. I'm, yes. I'm talking. I'm talking favorites. That's what I'm saying for me. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm talking favorites. So for me, there's a there's a path for Kendrick to surpass Nas for me. So. Kendrick's my, currently I, I need my more favorite. Time. I need to put some more time on Kendrick, and I love yeah. Kendrick. Yeah. I love, 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 love everything about yeah. this guy. Um, but I need a little bit more time before you know my heart's stolen. Okay. Not yeah, there yet. Put, whew, uh, whew, past the goat. Who the goat? Nas. Nas. Oh. Did we did we not mention how stupid these guys are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you, you, Nas is great. You can't Nas is great. I'm sure you guys have had the argument the about butt. his about his beat picking ability. You're great. The worst. You're amazing. The worst. But it's not gonna work out. Uh, <laughs> Nas can close the door if he does he does an entire album produced by no ID. He closed the door. I yeah, agree. kill it. But the, see, we already had this. We we not have this argument, but he already showed. Like he did the album with 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 Kanye. Uh, he right. did the album with Kanye where he had Kanye though. beats. Yeah, it was okay. okay. It the was DJ okay. like two out of seven. He, he's, he's doing the beats with the with the DJ Khaled and shit. We've yeah. heard him on mainstream beats in his ass. The song he did with Genuine is the worst song, Every top track five he, worst song I, ever. I, I like, I like Every that track song he got with I DJ like Khaled. Oh, fuck. It was a, it was a Timberland <laughs> beat. You know what I'm saying? But the Kanye album was ass to me. It just it seemed like more Kanye than Nas to me. Yeah, I mean Nas said he didn't get it, but I'm saying I I've heard him on 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 uh I look at Kanye like a Kanye and a DJ Khaled is like mainstream. What right? was the, what was yeah. the album about his uh divorce? That was the last that was life time. Life is good. That was a classic. That was the last yeah. time I perfect, liked. Perfect, perfect. That was a perfect. That was album. the last yeah. time I liked. Like he, he has a lot of perfect albums. He does. He does. Okay. I would be remiss. I mean, I'm not. I would not discount him. I mean. Nas is up there too. He's certainly up there. I'm a lyricist. I was an MC before I did anything, so I grew mm. up rapping. Yeah. So Spit 13 bars right now. Go. <laughs> 13? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just a cool 13. Right. Just top mid co- sentence on their ass. <laughs> it's going to cost you a little bit. But um, yeah, Nas is, Nas is all around dope. So, I mean, I think he can definitely get up there. So, so as a lyricist, where do you rank Illmatic? Um, <clears throat> we're talking about like. Top five albums. I'm I don't just saying, know. Where, where do you rank them? Period. It, it could be top five. You don't gotta give. A, I can probably spit every song on there word for yeah. word, and like it's just it's amazing. It's a, it was an amazing uh, piece of work, and it's definitely included in my forever playlist. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Forever. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, skinny low. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite MC of all time? Uh, outside of Pac. Pac is not. So then it's Pac. That is not. He is not an MC, brother. Why do you say outside of Pac? Pac ain't no MC to me, man. He's not an MC. Mm You crazy? Okay, wait. What are we considering MC? Yeah. What are we considering an MC? Apparently, you can't have a mainstream song. Now, Pac had. If you get on the mic and rap, you're MC. What's the difference? 
Maybe MC to me is like a, a, a lyrical miracle motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate Pac was a poet on on beats using beats. Okay, um, yeah, that's an MC for sure. He was yeah, a I was about to Pac, sound like yeah. this. Pac was like a Gil Scott here on to me. Yeah. Um, so, so, so Pac is a rapper. Right, not an MC. Is no, that no, what we're no, 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 no. Spence age is showing right here. You know, what I'm Spence younger than everybody else, and it's fucking showing right now. <laughs> I just don't. I don't hope. I don't. Pac, Pac was like a poet on hip hop beats. Like I just don't. I don't. What? What's Lupe? Lupe not a no. poet. Lupe a spitter, man. Nah, he's a poet too, though, man. He a poet. Yeah, poet. Since when did poet get less points in, in the world as far of, of of art? Like when did that happen? Okay. Is Lupe really a spit? I don't know. I'm not Lupe. No, he can't. He do both. Um, he do both. I, I guess it depends on your, your form of uh, MC. Because my favorite artist is T.I. My favorite artist outside of pocket is T.I. So unfortunate. Um, But M- MC-wise, Jay. Jay is my favorite MC. That's fair. Okay. That was a safe pick. We'll allow it. No, that's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my favorite MC. If we just speaking on that, yeah. but my favorite, my favorite artist is Ti. That's a safe pick. Yeah, and when you say uh, people being the greatest of all time, I feel like the, I feel like Jay is that. He feel I feel like you have to surpass Jay and what he's done. Period to be considered the like greatest body, of body all work? time. And work? I think the only person that really has a chance of doing that right now is Drake. When so. you say surpass him, what do you mean surpass? I mean like everything in totality. Like what? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm talking about you know. Um, Music, you know, both commercially and, and, and not, you know what I'm saying? Great albums, great he's passed, music. He's passed great. Jay-Z by miles. Okay, what I'm saying what I'm, what I'm saying is great albums, great, great uh, you know, singles, um, great influence, you know, do shit business-wise, so on and so forth. Yeah. Jay-Z has a body of work in totality that is unmatched right now. I think and the only thing saying. Drake doesn't have that Jay-Z has is, is longevity album. If you're talking about hits and commercial-wise. Yeah, but, but Drake, Drake doesn't have the label yeah. either, so that's that. He can't say he put on. You know, artists of the standard because, or I don't even want to put Kanye's not under Jay. Kanye mm. goes to Dame, so you know I ain't gonna say that. But Jay did sign Kanye as a producer, so. Well, mm. what, what are we basing it off of? Because um, Drake kind of got the weekend and all them niggas that. No, 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 no. no weekend no, never no. signed. The weekend never yeah, yeah, signed. Actually, the weekend oh, never signed. That's like, that's like cousin. That's like cousin uh, company. Because when you when you look at this is what we were talking about um, a couple weeks ago. When you look at hip hop, certain labels have certain eras. So when you're talking about the early 2000s, mm-hmm. you are talking about Rockefeller. You see what I'm saying? Are we talking about? Are we? Yeah, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. Are you? Why? Why, why are you? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Bigger than. You're talking about Blueprint. Blueprint two. Rough you're talking Riders. about. Uh, Rough, yeah, yeah, Rough Riders is late late 99s. We're talking about the early. I'm talking about early 2000s. 2000, 2000, 2001, 2000. You got to throw in Shady, brother. Shady ain't a label by himself. Timberland. Timberland. Rockefeller is not a label by itself. What are you talking? Rockefeller is a label. What are you talking about? Rockefeller ran the early 2000s. What are you talking about? Yeah, Shady. Only, who does Shady have? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you talking about? Eminem in his prime, fifty. Fifty. Get Richard Dytron is oh one. That wasn't uh, Shady, was it? Get Richard Dytron is oh three. Oh, uh, oh three. I'm sorry. I thought that was yeah. still early two thousands. Yeah. That's that belonged to Rockefeller. Period. I don't. I don't want to hear nothing. That belonged to Rockefeller. Early two thousands. I don't know if we. I don't know if we. I would. I would agree. When you think about like, I mean, I don't know how you cannot agree. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't get what you're looking at. Memphis Bleak went like, gold because of Rockefeller. Yeah, quiet. <laughs> what the fuck is you I just talking don't, about? I'm just saying, that's how important Rockefeller was. Is that I mean, big, uh, it took bleak, bleak to success. To success. Yeah. With the, the, only, the only year that you can, you know, it ain't even, look, 
Blueprint drops 2001. Cameron comes and takes over 2002. Jay-Z, Black Album, 2003. Kanye, College Dropout, 2004. No other label has done that. What'd you say? I thought that was 2004. What? Doesn't matter. Black Album 2003. Matter. 50 is 03 and 05. 50 is 03, for sure. And the, the Massacre is like 05. Oh, who gives a fuck about the Massacre? Is the Massacre the second 50 one? 50 is killing who gives all of them. Who a fuck about the Massacre? I'll give 50 Get Rich, Die Trying. Okay, that, that controlled the streets until the Black Album life. came out. Until the Black Album I came out. I just don't. You can Those go, were the I two, can get rich two albums of that era. Nothing on Rockefeller is competing with that. What are you talking about? You saying nothing... What did I just say? I just said, get rich or die trying, control the streets until the black album dropped. So you can't say nothing on Rockefeller's competing with that. They dropped the same year. What more can I say? Get rich or die trying dropped earlier in that year. Black album dropped later in that year. Okay. All right. Can we, can we, for like, can we just please stop, like, Arguing about Fifty Cent, I'm sick no, of hearing fuck this every bit of that. I'm sick of hearing this uh, nigga's name. No, you uh, gotta give Fifty his due with Get Rich or Die Trying. You have to give him his due with that. Otherwise, you're not doing hip hop justice. That's, that's fine. I just don't like to hear. I his just name. prime prime M prime M. Yeah, but he comes. This happens way prime too much. M. Uh huh. Fifty. Yeah. And G Unit. I do not see anyone on Rockefeller during that time. Mid early 2000s. So what as you're you telling see? me right now? Oh my God! He could rock, I don't rock, give a fuck. Rock, what you rock. are telling me right now was that G Unit had a bigger effect than Dipset. Oh shit! I, oh yeah! Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh. see, it's your youth, different. bro. It's just different. I yeah. Oh man, I see. I see. I said Timbaland in the in the fucking best song of the 2000s was "Get Your Freak On." Yeah. Missy. Yeah. But Timbaland. I mean, his, his was sure Missy. I don't think it. Missy I'm was positive. under his record label. I just had to pull it up just for fact checking. I always thought Timberland and Missy was just equals, regardless. So I don't put Timberlands. Yeah, I don't think I, think, I don't I think, think she was under together, or I put them separately. I don't think she was under his record label though, so I don't think that yeah. counts. Um, let me see. I'm the last one left, huh? Sure. I mean, yeah, let's, hear, let's hear this shit. Go yeah, ahead. Let's hear the stage it. is yours. I'm interested. Fuck little. Huh. MC to me is like lyrical miracle. Right. When I say MC, I mean a motherfucker that can get down behind this. I hate mic. that lyrical miracle term. And, and that's just what MC is to me. Now, if we're talking rapper, then we talking what about is some lyrical other shit. miracle besides two words that rhyme. Mine was Kendrick, by the way. You guys skipped me. That's, that's okay. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. Yes, you did. You said Lupe. No, I didn't. He said it was Lupe. Mm, said I said it was yeah, back in the day. Oh, yours is Kendrick time. now. Well, I mean, I was waiting for my turn, but yeah, sure. Oh, mom, then I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back to you. No, it's fine. I'm gonna come back. I just said it was the end of mine. Oh, if it's Kendrick, that's unfortunate. Um. You got a lot of time to think about this. I know. See, this is why I can't do this. I can't easily have this discussion. There's only, there's only, there's only three. There's three. That's why I feel like it can't be your favorite. I feel like it can't be your favorite if it don't come from the top. Just pick one. Just pick one. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Who moves your? Who moves your soul? Who touches? Who's like? That's it. Who's wetting your willy? What's your what the fuck? That's why I say we gotta define what the MC is because it's it's like lyrical miracle. Like it's a motherfucker when you stop saying that. Motherfucker, how just, you gonna? How you just gonna two words say, that stop saying my opinion, motherfucker. Just you just two said Ti, nigga. I'm you yeah, out. no, he got a point though because nigga, what lyrical, the hell is gonna have to do with lyrical? What does that mean? Okay, you just said Ti. He's not lyrical spiritual. That would have been better. That would have been better. If you tell me what it means, I got you. I just don't know what that means. It means not Ti. 
lyrical tickle her. Like it means somebody says some shit so fucking complex that it took you six times to listen to it yeah. to understand what the fuck I had to rap. Like holy so shit! So a lyrical what the artist fuck because the lyrical say? miracle is just two rhyming words. <laughs> Uh, fuck you. <laughs> um, Yo. On any given day, Pheromon's Black okay. Thought okay. and Eminem. It's the only three. Okay. I'll allow it. Damn, I wouldn't even think of Pheromon's. Yeah, Pharaoh. Yeah. Break City, City Committee, Petty the Fold, Act City, and the Mr. Dakanda Wedding. Get the fuck up. That's the song that was the first. Yeah, I'm like, what? That's the song I was North heard. Las Vegas historical moment. That was the first album that I bought from motherfucking uh, uh, T. Mitch. Feral Munch. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's what's up. T. Mitch. Yeah, I was just oh, if, you, if you if you go oh, to my if you went to Mojave, you know who T. Mitch is and what he was you know responsible for, and that was the first motherfucking album I bought from Feral Munch. It don't matter what the first one was of mine because he gave me the same album twice with two different names on it. Oh, he was CD dude. He was CD man. Okay. Um, before before we get out of here, CDs, uh, DVDs. Before we get out of here, I I need to uh change the conversation for for a minute. Change lines. How long have you been an activist? Oh, um, real deep. Uh, you know, since my early twenties, I was um I actually was kind of tricked into it. Somebody had put something out, and <laughs> I was it was about hip hop. And so um, they were like, hey, just show up at UNLV. There's some shit going on about hip-hop. And yeah. I was gullible, and I went, and I got there, and it was like, oh, psych. Like, yeah. We're attacking police tonight. <laughs> yeah, Get like, ready for war. No, literally. I mean, a bunch of rebellious-ass activists and shit just kind of put some stuff together. And these are people that are still my friends to, 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 to today. Shout out. Yeah, shout yeah, out. Shout out. Are. Exactly. Um, so these are the homies. But, um, yeah. So, no, it just I started in my 20s, and it was just a huge passion of mine. And I'm a very empathetic person, so it's hard for me to overlook, you know, several injustices that are that are always happening to, to black and brown folks. So, yeah, it's just a driving passion. It's been... It's been a, it's been a while. Hmm. Show. Yeah, because like, that's the space I've I kind of met you in. Right. But I think we didn't formally meet until we did not. Yeah. I know. I was I was I was talking to somebody and they were like, "What's you know talking about the podcast?" And I yeah. said, "Was it's, it's Dante?" And I knew that you were connected through yeah. you know Tanisha. Shout out Tanisha. She might listen. Um, and then you guys were doing RBG Fridays and yep. stuff like that. But when I would come, I, I don't think I ever met you guys and then connected on the nets. Yep. And then you came to Dilla Day, you and your wifey showed love. And, and then, I mean, ever since then we've been connected. Mm. And so you can kind of see some of the work that goes on yeah. and stuff like that. And so, yeah, we waiting for you to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely figured you guys met each other at uh, like a, a freedom fighter, uh, <laughs> meeting or something. Tree hugger yes. uh, union. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what? See, I, I've been in it like deep, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, for some for some years now, I kind of stopped because of my a personal situation that uh, happened within myself. But right. Um, what? Uh, what do you feel has become of it? And not and not with you internally. You know, we know right. how how serious we treat it. But I see a lot of clown shit out there. There's now. There's a lot of clown shit. Um. There's a lot of ministers in your communities, you know, that that are opportunists and always there when the cameras are there. So you got to watch out for those jokers, clown ass motherfuckers. Just kidding. No, there's an Al Sharpton. There's an Al Sharpton in every neighborhood. And so we definitely have one here. (laughs) 
didn't see that coming. I better call my dude and have him escort me about town. But no, I'm kidding. Um, no, there is a lot of clown shit. There's a ton of clown shit. So you just got to watch out for it. Um, <laughs> Dante. <laughs> I told you I was going to come talking shit. <laughs> so, um, no, you know what? Um, um yeah just you know there's a there's still a lot of good things going on there's still a lot of people um just shout out to um there's actually a a homeless bill that was just recently passed and i want to make sure i quickly touch on that where they're criminalizing homelessness oh my god you're laughing at that you're laughing at that jesus let me go cut the camera real quick it's not the optic we want on this yeah we do not so there's a bill. No, no, forgive me yet. I, okay. I did. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, that needed to be said. A lot of us feel that way, and so there are people that organize in communities that yeah. are always there when the cameras come. You mm. know what I mean? Something tragic. You know, you're dealing with people who are victims of police terrorism, and yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I'm here. I'm here now. I'm here to talk. Let me get my megaphone out. You know what I mean? And and people don't necessarily need that when they're dealing with a traumatic situation. So we call it ambulance chasing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there there's a lot of that that goes on. But I mean, there's still also a lot of good people involved. But yes, I was going to quickly just touch on that homeless bill that was recently passed here in Las Vegas about criminalizing homelessness. Um, So basically, if you are sleeping on the sidewalk or just camping out, they're going to write you a ticket. Um, I don't know how they expect pay, homeless yeah. people to pay yeah. fines, um, yeah. but then that's also, you know, as you can see, is a proponent to getting people in jail. Also, yep. how do homeless people know what date is? A lot of them are more connected than you think. Why did he? They do have. I'm saying, like, come on. They have different like, resources. Come, they I'm not just, in the middle of fucking nowhere, dog. I'm like, saying, like, if they're like, oh, your court date is on February 13th, man. Like, what the gonna, fuck? They're not going to be like, oh, shit, when is February 13th? Like, they're not going to, like, I, you know, you're not as connected more, to they're, the they're date, more, the time. Bro, they can ask somebody they're walking more. on the fucking sidewalk what the date is, bro. But when do you do it? They're more connected than you <laughs> think. I think it's going to be close to the 13th. Let me ask some if random person if, what the date is. If, if you're homeless, oh, if you're years, if you're homeless for years, you adapt. What you mean a dad? When you went home, I just never dated. My, my, my point was, dated my, no, no, no. Day. My like, point wasn't literally. It was the fact that if I'm giving you went home this February second, tomorrow when you wake up is gonna be February third. Yeah, and then in a year, day. what your days are gonna be? You're still gonna know because Christmas still come around. You still see what's going on in the world. You still see people pass every day. Holidays come up, so All you right. know the day. Let me know what day of the cold time that I have to go to the I court. See, I, I see a lot of homeless people with phones. Okay, that's fair. I'm I've just saying, like, for sure, they I've don't have enough. anything. They do have a way to communicate. Hey, you ain't gotta have service to know the date on your fucking phone. Either. This is true. true. But how do you charge it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, your motherfucker last six months if you ain't uh, using it. Little man, my this point wasn't was the time, bro. We trying to listen to this important. No, my message, point was, man. how is it that? Uh, why, why would you think that people are gonna just um, know what date and time and go to these uh these court dates? To me, yeah. it's more it's more so about free labor. Like when and when when this bill, it's it's. Uh, officer's discretion so it's basically to me when i see that i see whenever officer feels like it right you know what i mean and that puts too much they already have too much but that put too much power in the officer's hands you know i mean let's just look at let's just look at the timeline of this boom i'm homeless boom i get a ticket next i can't pay it okay it turns into a warrant okay now i'm incarcerated I don't have money to get out. 
and then that's your free labor. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like there, it's a way to capitalize off of, uh, you know, the have-nots, the people that have that have nothing. Yeah. Let's continue to capitalize <laughs> off of them instead of taxing billionaires and millionaires who can actually, you know. Yeah. You going straight to prison? Oh yeah. If I, go, if I get homeless, I'm, I'm going straight to prison. What I'm committing a crime that day. What are you gonna do? Eat food. I'm going to prison. They're gonna no, feed me. What, They're gonna what, give me what a crime? Oh, whatever I gotta do. <laughs> if I gotta kill the person walking next to me, I'm going to prison. No. Wow. Figure that out. The person. That, there's other things you can do to go to prison. Whatever's gonna happen, I'm you, going. You don't have to kill someone. Yeah, you gotta commit a felony. You, you can hold a gun and go, uh, get a felony. I'm, I'm just telling y'all what I'm going to do. Actually, he was the I one might that tweeted shoot a police about officer. George I don't know. Zimmerman. Wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it skinny about what? Uh, everybody talking about what they would do to George Zimmerman? But then go gonna, do it. Go do it. I, well, feel then, like I just provided your crime for you. Oh, for sure. I'm going to figure it Take out. Take him out for the rest of you, us. You are now an accessory. And I swear, oh, man, you will turn into a legend. Easy. It but when you th- when Skinny you, tattoos for all. She was talking about the timeline. You think about the fact that they're trying to expunge all the people in um, that were like in jail for weed crimes. Weed crimes. They're trying to make that a, a, a you know a United States white thing. Yeah. Wow, who's going to fill it? Homeless people. Yeah. You know, you're the perfect person to show up at these motherfucking uh, city council votes and senate votes and all of this shit. And just sit like, there and fucking the? talk and make they ass fucking just think and lose track of every fucking thing. And the bill will never get passed if you show the fuck up. Exactly. So what, what, what day is We the day? need to start a GoFundMe yeah. so we can fund little to show up for and these goddamn talk. events. Oh and first God. of all, what the fuck is happening right now? Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm gonna push this back just a little bit. But that's my biggest problem with uh, police. It seemed like a lot of times when they clock in, it's like the human in them just clocks the fuck mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's that's my biggest. Most problem. of them. I'm not, not into all them. Uh, pigs with weapons. So no. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Um. So hey, listen. Let, let's mm-hmm. before we lose the point. But there's a march on Monday. Okay. Oh, the podcast won't come out till what? Tuesday, Monday. Wednesday. Oh, okay. So if you can make it downtown um, at City Hall, there's like a full camp out. People are intending to be arrested and they're going to, Ain't you that know. the march that, uh. Oh, I don't think, I don't think, I didn't see that that person was associated with it, but I'm sure they'll oh, be bro. there. <laughs> because <laughs> where are they not? But you know what, I think, um, I think, uh. Uh, you know, community engagement is important for all of us to yeah. do, yo. I, I know that we don't have a lot of time, and I got to yeah. work a full-time fucking job and yeah. shit, and, and, you know, y'all got kids and stuff, so it's hard to juggle all of that, but just a little bit, you know, whether yeah. you're writing to a political prisoner that's yeah. incarcerated or you're collecting blankets or you're doing something, I mean, just to be, co- you know, involved in your community yeah. is, is super, super important, and... Um, organizing is the new cool. I mean, yeah. a lot of people are like, you know, and then, and unfortunately it gets watered down that way as well. But I mean, but <clears throat> it, the more people, the merrier. It's very hard for uh, people to uh, really care about something that's not happening within their four walls. Right. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> when you, uh, I don't, I talk about it, but I still, I pick and choose because, you know, motherfuckers, we want to put you in this. Oh, you're always serious. You always serious and and da da da. And I'm like, no, I have a life too. Yeah, you know. But there are times where I have to put that to the side, and you know what I mean. I have to do what I have to do because those are my morals, those are my values. You know, I truly care about my community and what's happening outside of my walls. Yeah, it's rare though. I have a question for you. Um, 
you said that there's a lot of people that show up when the camera, you know, shows up. Okay. <laughs> um, I just want to get your take quickly on how do you feel about people doing good deeds with a camera pointed at them? I was Clown thinking that when shit. she was saying it earlier too. I was Clown that. shit. You know, like, well, we are in the day and age of everything gets posted on social yeah. media. Like, yeah. I get that, man. I totally understand that you want to appear to be one kind of way in front of your particular audience. But when it comes to people that are living, you know, that's not a, some of them choose to, but some of them don't choose that life. You know what I mean? And they don't they don't want to be put on the Internet and you have yeah. no idea what you could be hindering for that person yep. by someone seeing that. That could be a woman that has experienced rape. Mm-hmm. That could be a man that just went on a job interview and fucking put his shit together as, as good as he could. You know, it, it, people have several circumstances that we have to be, um, you know, considerate about. And anybody that does that is just looking for clout. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just looking for likes and, and stuff like that, man. Don't do that. Yeah. Do not do. If you're going to do good things for people, you know what? Sometimes I'm like, man, I want to tell people I did that. Yeah, not necessarily sure. photos, but I want to be like, damn, man, I did that. Like I actually helped a situation yeah. and it's better now. But then I'll just be like, well, I didn't do it for anything to get anything in return. You know, well, I did it because they needed it and if, I was able to help. What if it's to influence others? Mm, there's ways to do it. There outside. is ways. Yeah, there's ways that's to that do that. Line there's right ways there. to do that. Just, no, no, that's the fine line. That's yeah. what everybody, you know, people who do it, they say, oh, I did this so that someone else would be, you know, encouraged to do it or so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have a problem with people saying, hey, we're gathering blankets. We're going to give yeah. our blankets on this day, so on and so forth. Nigga, I don't want to see you. But I don't, I don't want, want you, you giving on top of a truck. Holding your goddamn camera. Hey, yeah, here, dog. Here, you warmer now, try, right? I, yeah. On top of a truck making it rain to homeless people. I fucking hate that shit. I don't want to see you giving a homeless person a slice. Some pizza, bro. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, they might be lactose. Shit. You don't know, <laughs> right? You know they're not gluten out. Every podcast needs a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker is just um, random. And so, shit. so, so when <laughs> I came in, when okay. I when I came into a situation, you know, when I started uh, going out, right, and when I started getting into the struggle. Um, there were so many of us that come come from different uh, ways of living, mm-hmm. right? And eventually, those ways of living kind of broke everything up. So when I say this, I mean you have uh, you have someone that's grassroots. You have a couple people that's grassroots. Then, then you. Then you have someone that comes from a different, a you whole got, different, got, uh, a whole different state. Rel- oh, okay. In an organization, uh-huh. then you have a minister. Now you in certain religion. You have mm-hmm. all of these things, and at some, and we're working together. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, those same things break everybody apart. Mm-hmm. Now, with you, we're all black. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we know we know how important black and brown unity is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't see it that way. Right. And when someone that's not black comes into a black space, they're seen as uh, an agent. I hear that word a lot. Right. Right. Um, I, I've seen it when it comes to you. But aside from that situation, because that's more a little more personal. Mm-hmm. Have you received any pushback? Because you're uh, 
a, a brown woman entering a quote unquote black spaces? No, no. Um, that's a really good question, by the way. Um, I have never, never experienced that. I think for a number of reasons, and that is because I know my lane, right? As a yep. Mexican woman, I know that my issues are not your issues and vice versa. Okay. And I'm really big on, you know, when I have conversations about, you know, um, black power, black power politics, there's always a, an understanding of when I enter those conversations, this is your discussion. I don't speak for you. Mm. I speak with you. Right. Like we're in this together. I can help you reach your end game, your end goal or whatever it is. But I don't overstep my place. You know what I mean? I'm always very respectful about whatever it is that you have to deal with. And I'm not going to come to you and go, oh, my God, there's an immigration rally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that's my lane as a Mexican. I need to that shit that I got to work on. Um, so, no, I've, I've never experienced that. It's always been all love. You know what I mean? I recently was called an agent. I know. Did That's you see that? I, I, yeah. I asked, yeah. Well, that that was just a very delicate situation. It really had absolutely nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, no Spencer's alternate Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was, you know, I'm not going to give it too much attention because yeah. I didn't even address it online because it was yeah. fucking hysterical yeah. to me. Like That's I, why I was saying, like, when you see. I've never been called that, but. Because I. OK, so I was in a position on, on Twitter, right, where a motherfucker called me an AA. Like a black person from like Africa, yeah, call me an AA, and that shit hit me like, okay, what the fuck? Like I had never yeah. been called that. That kind of right. hit me a little bit, like an African American, like, like a diss. Almost like that shit hurt. Like mm. here come these AAs we walking into our conversation, and I was yeah. like, damn, oh, that's fucked up. That's you know what I mean. Like it was a, it was a conversation right. with, with with African people. It was a. It was a you know, like a, a a funny conversation that anybody can insert, and you know it's Twitter. Right. So I didn't know I was entering into an African space. space. Yeah. yeah. So when I come in and I get this comment, they like, oh, here comes this this uh this AA. Here they go. Yeah. yeah. Damn, nigga, that shit kind of hurt. Right. AA. Why, why would you expect <laughs> anything different though? I'm, I'm just saying, just looking nothing. at it historically, there was never a time where an African country came to say. Y'all treating them fucked up. Yeah, no, we not gonna have that. So why it would was you just it was my. You know, first, I never looked at it that way. It, see, sometimes like it's easy for us to talk about it until you experience. Yeah, even if it was online, it was my first time being yeah. called an AA. Yeah. So when when we're speaking of this, uh, it was a, it was a discussion. You know, we're in different spaces, uh -huh. and someone calls you an agent. I don't know how many times you've been called it. That was a first. So I'm like, damn, do you get taken aback like? Yeah. No, you know what? I had to sit with it. I had to, I had to go, okay, this is a person who is um, uh, close to a, a very good friend of mine yeah. um, that has had a relationship with them, and they are not in a good place right now. So this person is looking to attack that person's character and anybody else around her. Yeah, uh -huh. You know what I mean? I just so happen to be in the line of fire. I automatically was like, you know what? What is the, when you see a dude talking ho shit on Facebook, what is the first thing you think? Like, you gotta be a special kind of motherfucking bitch ass dude to get on Facebook. Yeah. When you got my number, you know where I live, you have all of my contact information. And if you got an issue with me, just take it up with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it takes a real special motherfucker to get on Facebook. You know what I mean? 
Like, I'm questioning, he, he could potentially have a vagina. I'm not sure. If we're going to do bitch shit, then let's do bitch shit. Yeah. So I did not address it. Um, I just let that slide. But, you know, my work is my work. And I love black folks, man. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Um, I think that, you know, the whole black and brown thing, um, because social media is such a, a huge deal for all of us, yeah. now a bunch of dumb motherfuckers get shine online, yep. you know, saying dumb things. But yeah. back when I was coming up, like in the 90s and 2000s, we were always together. Yeah, we I think were together. It's, it's important for us to be together, you know, especially on the black per- person side of it. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, in order to not get demolished uh, as, a, as a country in this world, you have to have a, a number of certain things. you got to have a, a trade commodity or you have to have a, a, a large military or you have to be large in population. Like black people in America, we're none of this. The only hopes we have of getting in a better position for ourselves is to create allies mm-hmm. by going through, you know, other mm-hmm. people's causes and helping them with their causes and then holding them responsible or accountable uh, to help us with ours. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So, uh, you know, to me as a black person in America, we need to be in unison uh, with any, you know, brown causes. You yeah. see what I'm saying? A because, lot of you know, people are not going like to like gonna that help us. No, no, I, I know they're not going to like you know, that, that I said I think, it, but that's, that's what we need to yeah. do. I think my issue, my issue mm-hmm. with that is, uh, mm-hmm. and, and not just black and brown, but, Black people in 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 general, yeah. Too often we become the face of things, yeah. And mm-hmm. we receive nothing in return, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everything, every time you fucking turn around, like I there was this thing um, I seen. I want to say last week where they was talking about. I don't even know who it was, but because it's become a, a complete shit show now. But I seen everybody on Twitter saying, "Oh, it was a black woman who." who gave uh, Trump the impeachment speech or some shit uh-huh. they, everybody was saying. And to me, it was just like, why do we always have to be the face of this shit when yeah. none of that shit oh, comes back yeah, of any true. value to us? Yeah. None of it. I saw that. You're right. But see, the, the only other thing that we have is buying power. And if we won't control that buying power, then people are still going to continue to get our help and then step on us. You see what I'm saying? Because the only way that we can hold people accountable is that buying power. Now, coincidentally enough, the Hispanics are the only ones that we can't hold accountable with that buying power because they already spent all of their money with themselves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it, it's crazy, but we definitely need to create allies. For sure. So. And, you know, I'm not not just one in a million. There are several other people that, you know, mm-hmm. in relation to me and, and Mexican uh, yeah. backgrounds, Chicano backgrounds that, you know, absolutely will buy black and yeah. absolutely will support your podcast. Yeah. And yeah. absolutely will continue mm-hmm. to do, you yeah. know, back whatever it is because – we just just as as much as we like to help each other, you know, we want to be there for y'all as well. Yeah. And yeah. so the only way to do that is to show up yeah, and to I, spend money. Yeah, yeah, I have a, I got a few ideas like on on the side. We gonna for sure. Let's do it. About, Absolutely. You know I mean? To keep this to keep this it's, energy flowing. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's a brand new year. I mean, we all got a lot of ideas and a lot of things to do, and and if if we're not doing them, we're gonna get left behind. Absolutely. You know. So before we get out of here, uh, let me ask you, um, what is all of this? What do you want your legacy to be? Um, I just want to, you know, be known as somebody that a lot of people are not blessed to be able to know what their calling in life is. Mm. And I fortunately absolutely know that my calling is to help those that can't help themselves. So I spend the majority of my time doing that. And that shit makes me happy. You know, I just love being able to help people and, uh, you know, represent people that cannot represent themselves and mm-hmm. and um, stuff like that. So, no, I just want to be known as this is not going to be a, a great answer. I probably need more time with this and more years of life, you know, to determine that. Absolutely. But I just want to know, you know, be known as 
as that was that cool ass chick, man, that, you know, helped us out and, you know, looked out for us when we needed it and, you know, was always a good person and humble um, and happy, you know, that's it. All right. Uh, I ain't got nothing else. Fellas, any hip hop jeopardy? Anything? I, I just said we you, won. You got a Google question for? Come on, I need oh, this point, shit. dog. I need I this said, point. I just said we. I already. I think we won. Y'all yeah. Up? yeah. <laughs> I think we up by like one and a half. Okay. Yeah. I do want to say this, kind of just going on. Um, you know, ending. I'm a listener. I listen to y'all's podcasts. Okay. So I, I think it. that, uh, if if no other guest has said it, or it, if you have not been acknowledged yet, what you guys are doing is an amazing thing. You touch on subjects that are grimy. For sure. But you also touch on the shit that is not particularly things that people want to discuss. And they take our shit. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) And they take your shit from you. And that's why. Because, again, authenticity. You know what I mean? Y'all give something back to the podcast community that is super important. So keep doing that. And I appreciate y'all having me. Appreciate it. Hey, give her a point. (laughs) You know what? You know what? (laughs) With the comeback. I, um... Where can they find you at? Man, give, every, give them uh, all your Yeah, yeah, uh, your please. Everything videos. is the same. So it's Soldadera. Uh, that's my name. S-O-L-D-A-D-E-R-A. So at sign. Pronounce S-O-L- it one more time. Soldadera. Soldadera. So S-O-L-D-A-D-E-R-A. Hot follow me. I'll right follow there. you back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all, the, all the information uh, for um, the Dilla chapter, the Dilla day, everything. Yeah. Okay. So if you follow me on on my platform, I'll make sure that you know that you get every all the information you need. But Dilla Day is February the eighth. It starts at eight thirty. Um, I got some free wristbands. Uh, we got donuts. We got pins. We got three amazing DJs. Oh, shout out DJ Ojo, DJ Slim, DJ Seven, DJ Schoon. I love you guys. Shout out to Watson. Um, shout out to my baby. Hi, baby. I love you. And I had to do that. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, come come kick it with us, man. I really hope that y'all are there. Let me know if you're coming. I'll make sure that y'all oh, we get there. taken care of. Um, okay, we're there. All yeah. right, but um, y'all come out, man. Come have a good time. I'll check be my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We up out of here. Peace, bitch. <laughs>